0: the Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host. I'm Kara curran Savelli. I'm a certified health coach. I help people heal their relationships with food and their bodies. And today I want to give you 11 practical tools and strategies and items that you can practice or put into practice to help you feel better in your body without losing weight. Now, before I get into that, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. I'm really grateful to have you listening to the podcast. If you're a new listener, hey, what's up? Welcome to the potty pod. If you're a repeat listener, hey, welcome back, friend. So happy that you're finding value and coming back to listen to episodes week after week. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about ways to feel better in your body without losing weight is because so often we're told that the only way to feel better in our body, the only way to feel more confident or to like ourselves more is to shrink ourselves, is to lose weight. And what I have found over and over again with my clients, with people that I just interact with and talk to, with myself, is that Losing weight doesn't actually really lead to long-term confidence or long-term comfortability. Comfortability? Is that a word? I have to Google. Ultimately, or often, when we lose weight, we might feel good for a little bit. And then often, we still have the same insecurities or it's not enough. We think we need to lose more. Like, oh, I've gotten this far and like, this is okay, but now I want to lose more weight and I want to lose more weight and I want to lose more weight. It's just this never-ending cycle. And because body image is an incredibly complex thing, your body image is influenced by several different parts of your brain, just changing what you look like doesn't actually heal your body image. So I've talked about this on my Instagram. I've talked about this on the podcast is that changing what our body looks like doesn't change our body image. Rather, changing the way we look at our body does. So that's inspired by this that quote by Wayne Dreyer, change the, way, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. And so I wanted to give you guys some very practical things that you can do to help you feel better in your body without losing weight. I want you to know that you have other options, that there are other ways for you to start to feel better without the tireless, (laughs) tirelessly, without tirelessly pursuing weight loss. You know, weight loss, trying to get thin can kind of be this never ending cycle, this thing that we're chasing. And it's like happiness is always standing between us. I'm sorry, weight loss, a few pounds is always standing between us and happiness and confidence. It's like it's always a little bit out of reach because it's never quite enough. We're never quite satisfied. So I do have an Instagram post where I share nine, nine Mm -hmm. ways to feel better in your body without losing weight. And that's because Instagram only lets you share 10 frames in a slider. So I wasn't able to give you all 11 of these. So... That is why now on the podcast, I'm sharing with you 11 because there's no limit with how many I'm allowed to share on the podcast. So grab pen and paper, take notes. You're going to want to write these down. If you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel, keep your eyes on the road. Please be safe. Don't take notes while you're driving. That's a bad idea. But you might want to take notes here. And if you've seen the Instagram post where I talk about this, know that I'm going to be diving in deeper and explaining a little bit more uh, with each one of these practical tools and why they're important. So let's get started. 11 ways to feel better in your body without losing weight. So number one, unfollow or mute people who make you feel like shit. This is a big one, guys, a big one. I can't tell you how much of an impact it has made for my clients to unfollow, delete, mute, unsubscribe to people or products or services or companies who spew diet culture crap, who are talking about weight loss, who post before and after pictures, have food rules that they're like, spewing all over their content or people who you compare your body to or you look at them and you feel bad about yourself this is what I call having integrity with what you ingest and I don't mean food that you ingest into your mouth I mean what you ingest into your heart your soul your mind Through your eyeballs and your ears. We want to have integrity with what we ingest and make sure that we're creating an environment conducive to recovery. And if every time you open up your Instagram feed or your Facebook Facebook feed, you're bombarded with all of this FitSpo and ThinSpo and people who talk about weight loss and how they're, you know, who had the better body, or you're buying, you know, tabloid magazines, or you're watching reality tv shows that are about weight loss or whatever. Of course you're going to feel like shit and it's going to be really hard for you to feel good about yourself and feel comfortable and confident in your body when you're not having integrity with what you're when you ingest, when you're not having a filter, when you're pouring salt in the wound. And this includes family and friends. Now Thankfully with Facebook and Instagram, I can't speak for other social media apps because I don't know. You, can't, you can mute people so you don't unfollow them. You just stop seeing their content, right? So if you don't want to mute people for business purposes or if you don't want to mute your family and friends because you don't want to have a conversation about it, you can mute them so you stop seeing their content. And when you get further along in the recovery space or further along in your journey, if you want to unmute them, you can do that. Now, I know it's a little bit more difficult to mute people or unfollow people in real life. So I do have, I do believe I have a podcast episode about this that you can check out. It is episode. 66 how to respond to comments from others about your food weight and appearance so in that podcast that'll there will be some strategies and tools and things for you to say to people when they start talking about food and weight it'll be a helpful resource if you can't you know actually like remove unfollow mute people in your life because they're you live in the same house as them or you go to work with them you know covid permitting of course okay number two Follow fat positive and body diverse accounts. So one of the things that you want to do after you clean up your Instagram feed, your Facebook feed, is you then want to fill it up with a bunch of fat positive and body diverse accounts. This is called exposure therapy. By seeing people with a variety of body shapes, sizes, and weights living happy, fulfilling lives, you will slowly start to change your perspective on your own body and your own life. You know, maybe you have the belief that you're never going to be happy or confident or sexy or can wear shorts or can wear a bikini or are going to get married and find love or have children until you lose weight. And then you follow all of these fat positive and body diverse accounts and you see, oh wow, look at all these fat babes. In bikinis and shorts, who are married or in relationships or have kids or who are happy or are living their life or like shaking their titties on the beach, you know? And you're gonna be like, oh, well, if they can do it, so can I. This also feeds into the importance of representation. So, part of the reason why we all believe we need to be thin, why we all believe there's a perfect body or a certain way that we need to look is because. That's the representation we see in media, news, magazines, movies, TV shows, etc. We're just shown this like tall, young, thin, white woman with like big tits and the perfect ass. And we're like, oh, that's what I need to look like. This is why it's really important to expose what we see. Expose ourselves to a variety of women with different shapes and bodies. Representation really matters. And part of the reason we look in the mirror and don't like what we see is because we've been trained, conditioned, programmed Mm -hmm. by the representation in the media. So you start to deprogram yourself by exposing yourself to a more diverse group of people. So exposure therapy really works. It's scientifically documented to make an impact. So be sure to follow a bunch of fat-positive babes. They're all over the internet. You know, shoot me a DM if you want suggestions. Number three, wear clothes that fit your here and now body. Ooh, this is a big one. Wear clothes that fit. When we wear clothes that are too tight, that are squeezing our waist or squeezing our arms, not only is it really freaking uncomfortable, but it makes us really self-conscious. It actually like makes our body image worse because we don't feel good and it also takes more of our attention and draws it away from what's ever going on in the world and it brings us more to focusing on our body right so like when your pants are too tight and it's hurting you it's kind of hard to not pay attention to that it's kind of hard to not have your brain space sucked up and be focusing on the fact that your pants don't fit so wear clothes that are comfortable and fit you now again when we wear clothes that are too small we will be hyper focused on our body now this is, in some ways, a point of privilege, so I acknowledge that. But if you need to, buy some new clothes. Now, I also know that if you are a plus size or even on the larger end of the plus size spectrum, it can be really challenging to find new clothes. They can be expensive. You can only buy online. So I know that accessibility is an issue for larger bodied, larger bodied people. And I'm hoping that our world continues to change and expands the sizes in which clothes are readily available. But if you are able to, if you can afford it, buy new clothes. You can go on Poshmark. You can go to resale sh- like resale shops online. Obviously, like be safe because of the coronavirus. Do your due diligence and be safe. But if you need, to, if you can, you can buy second clothes. Or if we if you're listening to this and it's post Rona and you can shop, by all means, shop. Shop your heart out. Okay. Number, oh, before I get on to number four, I had a client comment on my Instagram post about this and said, yes, like yes, like buying new clothes changed how I felt so much in my body. So you have some uh, social proof. You can go read that comment on the Instagram post. Buying clothes, wearing clothes that fit you really makes a difference in how you feel in your body, You're comfortable your comfort level and your competence level. Okay, number four, show gratitude for the parts of your body that you like. So I was on the phone with one of my clients and she was telling me that something that helps her is instead of standing in front of the mirror and looking at all of the parts of her body that she hates, that she wants to fix, that she thinks are gross or ugly or unacceptable or unlovable or whatever, she found that when she stands in front of the mirror and starts to show gratitude for and bring attention to the parts of her body that she likes, she actually feels a shift in her energy and she feels better. And so I wanted to share this with you. So instead of standing in front of the mirror, focusing on the parts of your body that you hate, start to pay attention to the parts that you love and show them gratitude. So maybe this is your eyes or your hair or you like how tall you are or how strong your legs are, whatever it is for you but sort of divert your attention away from what you hate to what you like and what you can show gratitude for. And then if you do that and it makes a difference for you, shoot me a DM. I want to hear about it. Let me know. Number five, talk and vent to someone you trust. So speak it to release it. I love that. Speak it to release it. Call someone you trust like a friend or a family member and open up about how you are feeling. Tell them what's going on. Tell them about how you're struggling. Tell them what your day-to-day is like or how you're not feeling loved or you're not feeling confident or you're feeling shame or you're feeling scared or you're thinking that people don't like you because of what you look like. You know, be vulnerable. Open up. And if you feel like you would benefit from a deeper level of support from somebody who's trained to help you, then hire a professional. You know, reaching out for help is nothing to be ashamed of. I know that a lot of us like to have that whole I can do it alone thing, right? Or when we realize we have a problem and we want to get better, so many of us will just be like, oh, I'm going to do it by myself. Or maybe we have the, the narrative of I'm not sick enough to get help. I mean, stop right there. That is bullshit. There's no such thing as not sick enough to get help. If you're struggling and you know that you need help or you're being stubborn and resistant to reaching out for help please let this be your permission slip please let this be the little nudge from the big you being like okay it's time to reach out for help so talk and vent to someone you trust if it's not a friend or a family member if you need deeper support reach out to a professional a coach a therapist a dietitian whatever you don't have to do this alone and there is no such thing as not sick enough to reach out for help Number six, engage in an activity you love. So get your mind off of your body and go do something you absolutely love and that brings you joy. For example, you could take up knitting or weaving or do a dance class or paint. You could play an instrument. You could go ride a horse. You could sing a song or sing some new songs or write a new song or write poetry or read poetry or you can play with clay or you can make a collage or a vision board or whatever <laughs> just go do something go do an activity that gets your mind off of your body that gets that draws your attention to something else maybe you're into woodworking and you want to like like build a side table or maybe you want to like put an ikea desk together because that's really fun or whatever it is you know or maybe you want to like Go plant some new plants in the garden or, you know, make a new recipe or something. Just go engage in an activity that you really love. Maybe you want to do face painting, just throwing it out there. Just go do something that's fun and that you love that gets you out of your head. Okay, number seven, repeat affirmations. So I'm a big believer in repeating affirmations so like when I am feeling really anxious and I can't sleep I will repeat to myself while I'm engaging in deep breathing I'll be like everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay I am a big believer of repeating affirmations to like rewire our brain neuroplasticity is a real thing our body hears every thought we think so I'll give you a few I am more than my body My weight is the least interesting thing about me. I am whole and complete. Or one of my favorites by Florence Given. I am an absolute fucking babe and my weight does not define me. Woo! I love that one. Love that one. I am an absolute fucking babe and my weight does not define me. Thank you, Florence Given, for that gem. So come up with one that feels really good to you and say it to yourself over and over again or take one of these examples with you. Number eight, make a list of all of the things your body allows you to do. So what does your body allow you to do that you love, that you're grateful for? It lets you hug, dance, sleep, make love, hike, travel, taste delicious food, ride roller coasters. Gosh, does your girl miss Disneyland? Fucking Rona. When is the Rona leaving town? As Beauty Redefined says... Your body is an instrument, not an ornament. So perfect, so succinct, so laconic, so beautiful. Your body is an instrument, not an ornament. So make a list of all the things that your body allows you to do. This earth suit, this earth vessel, this meat suit, this thing. What does it allow you to do that you're really grateful for? Where have you gotten to travel? You know, what, you know, do you snowboard? Do you surf? Um, Do you love to dance? Do you like to hike? Has it taken you to the Taj Mahal? Have you been to the Eiffel Tower? Your body's allowed you to do that. Okay, number nine, make a list of all the things you love about yourself that have nothing to do with what you look like. I call this your self-worth pie. So, Often, one of the questions I ask my clients is, how much of your self-worth is wrapped up in your weight, your size, and what you look like? And almost always that number is really, really high. So if you're listening right now, I want you to think about that for a second. What percentage of my overall self-worth is based on what I look like, based on my weight, based on my size? And I'm imagining for most of you, it's a lot. It's like 90%. Maybe for some of you, it's like, you know... 85 or 75 or 65, but I'm willing to bet that if you're listening to this podcast, it's absolutely over half. And for some of you, it's probably higher than you are willing to admit. It's very possible that you don't want to be fully honest with yourself about how much of your self-worth is wrapped up in your size. So here's your opportunity for radical honesty. So just sit with that, right? How much of your self-worth is wrapped up in it? Now imagine that your self-worth is like a pie. So you remember those pie charts from whatever class in school geometry probably or algebra probably geometry i don't know um it's been a while and a certain percentage of the pie like a certain piece of the pie is a certain percentage and when you think about everything that makes up your self-worth and over half of it or this disproportionate amount is what you look like of course you're going to feel like crap of course your body image is going to be a make or break right and so we want to look at all of the other things that make us worthy now of course you're inherently worthy you're 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 worthy and valuable and enough just by being here just by existing and also this is an opportunity for you to look at all of the other things that make you amazing that make you awesome are you a good mom are you a sister are you a great friend? Are you loyal? Are you hardworking? Are you kicking ass at school or at your job? Are you a great girlfriend or a boyfriend or brother or sister or partner or, you know, whatever? Are you loving? Are you kind? Are you loyal? Do you volunteer your time? Are you a great cook? Are you a creative person? Are you smart, hardworking, whatever it is, what are all of the things about you that have nothing to do with your body that make you freaking awesome, that make you you? Make a list of that. Take a look at it. Read it. You're probably insanely badass, way more badass than you're giving yourself credit for because you're so hyper-focused on your belly rolls. So take a look at your self-worth pie and start to devote a higher percentage of your self-worth to all of these other things and not putting so much of your self-worth in your weight. Number 10, engage in joyful, unmeasured, pleasurable movement. So not that punishing kind where you track calories burned and you push yourself into pain, fuck that, I don't like that shit, stop doing that. (laughs) The kind, I mean, the kind that gets you out of your head and into your body. What is fun? What do you enjoy doing? What makes you feel delicious and good and yummy and refreshed? Do that. Do not punish yourself with exercise. Do joyful, unmeasured, pleasurable movement. It's nourishing. It has so many benefits that have nothing to do with weight loss. So go move your body. Go have fun. It can snow. You can snowboard. You can surf. You can hike. You can dance. You can do bar. You can do yoga. I'm sure there's all types of great workouts that I'm forgetting right now that are not punishing but make you feel like The goddess or goddess that you are maybe there's some men listening to them I don't want to say god that you are that might be a little odd but um you know you know what I mean okay moving on to the last one number 11 the last thing that will help you the last way that I have for you right now to help you feel better in your body without losing weight is to learn about diet culture and weight discrimination So this will help you shift your perspective from seeing your body as the problem to seeing our culture and society as the problem. It's incredibly life-changing, I promise you. When we start to learn about what diet culture is, I definitely recommend checking out some of my earlier podcasts. I have a podcast that's called What is Diet Culture? Go listen to that. And if you want some other resources, I recommend the following books, Health at Every Size – anti-diet, beauty sickness, this body is not an apology, fearing the black body, and what's wrong with fat. Now that is a short truncated list. There's so many great books out there but really understand that weight discrimination is a valid form of discrimination. Understand that your body is not the problem. The narrative out in society about thinner bodies being better bodies is actually the problem. And when you do this, you start to see that the problem is out there. It's not in here. It's not in you. It's not your body. So learning about diet culture and weight discrimination is incredibly important work. It's transformative work. So just to quickly summarize the 11 ways to feel better in your body without losing weight, we have number one, unfollow or mute people who make you feel like shit. I call this having integrity with what you ingest. Number 2, follow fat positive and body diverse accounts. This is known as exposure therapy. Number 3, wear clothes that fit your here and now body. Number 4, show gratitude for the parts of the bo- of your body that you like. Stop focusing on the parts of your body that you hate. Number 5, talk and vent to someone you trust. Remember, speak it to release it. As ladies, we have the gift of gab this one is really helpful. Number six, engage in an activity you love. So get your mind off of your body and go get it out into the world. Number seven, repeat affirmations. Number eight, make a list of all the things your body allows you to do. Your body is an instrument, not an ornament. Thank you, body redefined for that. Number nine, make a list of all the things you love about yourself that have nothing to do with what you look like. Again, your self-worth pie. What makes it up? What percentage is given away to what you look like? How can you expand and give more of a percentage to these other things that make you freaking awesome? Because you're freaking awesome. I know you are. Number ten, engage in joyful, unmeasured, pleasurable movement. Again, stop punishing yourself with exercise. Not cool, honey. Not cool. You do not deserve to be punished number 11 learn about diet culture and weight discrimination so there you have it 11 ways to feel better in your body without losing weight go take action on some of them all of them whichever ones connect with you if you have any questions please shoot me a dm i'm at Cara's Kitchen on instagram care with a c kitchen with a k if you're interested in learning about one-on-one coaching shoot me a dm or go to my website care'skitchen.net. You can read testimonials from past clients and you can apply for a discovery call. It's just a complimentary call where we talk about what you're struggling with. You have a chance to ask questions and see if coaching is a great fit. And I just want to thank you for listening. And as always, share this episode with somebody. You know, If you got a lot out of this episode, why don't you share it with a friend or share it in your Instagram stories. You can help make somebody's day. You can help transform somebody's life by sharing this episode with them. So thank you for listening to the Love Your Bod Pod. I love you guys. I will see you and chat with you soon.